you know, I've only got total congratulations because, you know, I've, I've been learning Mandarin for probably 18 months now. And wow. I have a tutor in the UK. Mm. And, um, you know, and I, I think my vocabulary is kind of quite large. And I, the reason I had a tutor is because originally when I started, I was going to go and have to work in China. Mm. And, you know, I do believe in having, you know, uh, and I work with large teams of people, 50 people, and being able to speak even if it's just please and thank you, which I've mastered in about 20 different languages, it doesn't have to go a long way to, to helping you. And so I thought, right, I, you know, to direct as I do, you know, I'm going to have to at least learn the numbers. And, um, and so I started. And the only chance I now get, because COVID came along and it put paid to all of these prospects of working in China, that, mm. um, is to talk with Chunling, you know, uh, and to talk with her. So I keep up my kind of, you know, my live talking, by having my tutor, which is great. And because that's the only thing I really miss, you know, that daily being able to express yourself. Yes. That's the thing that a lot of people miss, uh, including myself. You know, I get, I get missed, you know, mixed up with life, you know, new kid, business, uh, keeping up, trying to keep up with exercise and all that sort of stuff. And you just, I, I let my speaking fall by the wayside um, yeah. occasionally. And that's, no one can do that for too long without getting rusty. It's just going to happen. Um, flashcards can only do so much, <laughs> you know? Yes. The, yeah, the, yeah, literally yeah. the muscles start to degrade in your mouth. You know, you start, you will lose it. And, and of course your brain as well, the neurons will start to fade away in that particular yeah. part. And it is a different part of your brain. So you have to keep up with speaking, even if it's just once a week for 45 minutes. In fact, that's the, that's what we suggest to most people starting out and maintaining that habit at least once a week. And I actually started to, um, like, I need to practice what I preach a little bit more here. So I've, I've signed back up to italki and I've started that. Uh, I've started uh, Chinese Chinese lessons again, which is basically just me blathering as much as I can in Chinese for an hour. No, it's it, it's interesting, you know. And I, I mean, part of the reason, the other part of the reason I do it is, you know, I'm 62, and mm. you know, I love being able to. No, no, I'm 61. I can never remember that part. I can't remember. I try and avoid it, but um, I. I think learning a language at you know, a, 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 a later stage in life is really important for mm. keeping you know, yes. your whole cognition and everything uh, around you. And so I'm, you know, I, I, I love it. And also I love the mystery. You know, I, I'm sort of a mathematician and a physicist by trade back in university days. And I always teach maths as a language and say that you know, it's, it, it is a language and we should look at it with passion and talk about it emotionally. But I also, so I talk about math as a code and, you know, let's go on an adventure and try and solve this puzzle. And, you know, and people who are thinking, oh, well, hang on a minute, that's a quadratic equation. There's no puzzle there. Yeah, but you've got to find X. Where is it? You know, X marks the spot. But with Chinese characters, it's the same. You know, I love looking at this kind of spider scribble of, of words when you initially look at it and then think, my God, I can read that. You know, it's extraordinary. That doesn't go away, by the way, Jonathan. It stays. I, I still get that every time I pick up my... Uh, app for reading as I start I read a page or two it still gives me that little delight you know uh, like I'm cracking a code of some kind it's fantastic yeah it is and it's also a bit like you know I love your mountain analogy because you know I, I uh, uh, used to love uh, mountaineering and mm. have been very lucky in doing that around the world and part of the reason is because when you look at the top of a mountain because I've been there and other people can't do that some don't want to, but other people can't. And it's a bit the same, you know, and I suppose it's a slight ego thing. You know, I can read this and you can't, you know, it, it's, yeah, it, yeah. it's amazing. And I talked myself with a lot of help from you guys and my tutor, but, you know, I have learned how to do that. 
and something to be proud of. And other people should be really proud of it as well. And you guys should be really proud of what you're doing. You know, I think it's, it's amazing. And, you know, I, I would champion it to, to, to anybody um, because I think it's a really cool method. I met, I, I'm lucky enough to meet Dominic O'Brien. Uh, many years ago, I made a program about memory and, and stuff like that. Mm. And it's always fascinated me. Somebody once gave me a picture book of like um, 50 photographs mm. and they flicked it. It had a bulldog clip at this end and they flicked it and said, look at those. And then they put in three new photos and flicked mm. it again. And I could identify those three photos. And I thought, you know what, you know, this thing we've got in here, yeah. forget AI and being scared of it. It's an amazing instrument. So funny you mentioned AI and not being scared of it. I had a chat with uh, another, the last case study I, study I did a couple of days ago, some, uh, another person in, in AI, the AI area. And he's just like, I, d I wouldn't be worried about those translator apps. AI, <laughs> you know, nothing's ever going to compete against the human mind uh, when it comes to that sort of, oh, mathematics, obviously, but, you know, um, especially when it comes to language learning and things like that, memory, um, you know, these the sort of mnemonic techniques. I don't, I don't see anything replacing that. It's awesome. Um, no, yeah, which we're, our brains are truly amazing with that with the visual memory. It's, it's just it's so much fun. So speaking of that area of things, um, how long does it take you now? Because you're on level thirteen, so you've done at least a hundred and hundred or so characters using our method. How long does it take you on average to learn a Chinese character with our method? With, with your method, uh, oh gosh, I would probably say. You know, it varies, but some of the very simple ones where I just go straight to it, probably about, you know, I can come up with a scenario very, very quickly, 15 seconds um, wow. to, to actually just come up with that. Because, you know, it's part of my job. My training is sort of all in visualization. And, um, and so coming up with a story um, is, is probably quite quick. I find that I need to review it two or three times mm. to get it to stick. Mm -hmm. But um, I, very quick. So I would say learning a character probably about a minute, you know, uh, of, of actually, whether it sticks or not is another question. Um, but, you know, after a couple of reviews on my Anki deck, it usually sticks. And it's like you say, the ones you have to pull up are the ones that really stick. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, and, and then there's total amazement when you shortcut all of that and mm -hmm. you just see the character and you've gone, gone hook, tongue, it's this, you know, it's it yeah. sort of, you know, and you haven't forgotten the movie. It's just you played it in fast forward so quickly that yeah. the, the word comes to you, you know, and that, that's great. The issue is always going from English into finding the Chinese word for it. You know, that's always where it slows down. And that's a frustrating part because that's what you do when you want to speak. You want to say, oh, it's a nice day. Hang on a minute. Give, give me a second. I'll be with you in about a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, doing the, the actual learning through translation as a whole is not a great idea. Um, but it's kind of, we, we wanted to add that card, as it, we call it a uh, you know, production card, so that you have a chance to write out the character. Um, yeah. When it comes to learning as a, in general, you know, I, I don't like the idea of, like when it comes to whole sentences, uh, showing you an English sentence and say, say the Chinese for it. It's like, well, I could, there's about a million different ways I could say it, you know, it's, it's, not very, it's not very, and you don't want to add that extra step in your mind when you go to speak uh, yeah. Chinese. Um, you want to just have your emotion or thought and express it directly in Chinese, right? You don't want to have the emotion uh, go through the English brain and then <laughs> translate it. Uh, that will come out really awkward. Um, so I've me, been laughed at. Doing oh, yeah. that in Singapore, I've been laughed at quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> when it's come out slightly backwards and the wrong way around. 
Yeah, that happened to me loads in the early days. Um, I don't know if you've, you, you've watched that. We, we did like a little uh, course, like a crash course called the Rapid Acquisition Crash Course. And there's a video where I tell my, my sort of bumpy road on the road to literacy and fluency in Chinese. And yeah, that was me in the, in the first year or year and a half of study. Just like, oh, I learned 5,000 words individually. Oh, I'm going to go and pretend I know how to use them. Just like use it as if it was English, you know. And I got a lot of, I have a lot of friends from North in China. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, people always say, oh, Chinese people are so polite. They don't point out your mistakes. Well, <laughs> you know, if you have friends from the North, <laughs> oh man, it's worse than having like a Cockney London mate, you know, <laughs> they just destroy you. <laughs> so uh, you, you mentioned your job and I, I, I never actually uh, officially asked, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to ask that what, what, what is it you do? You mentioned it was connected to create like imagination creation. Tell me about it. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm actually um, a, a lifelong career in television, mm. so I produce, direct, and create television programs. Wow. Um, and now, you know, I was the uh, head of light entertainment at the BBC uh, for a while, and then when I left, and you know, I worked in the industry here for a while. But then, about 12, 15 years ago, I kind of went into an international consultancy, and so I'm very fortunate now in that I can travel around the world and make and help people. Uh, make television programs. I also lecture um, in creativity. I've been to China a couple of times and lectured to the creative industries there and at various universities uh, mm. around China. And, you know, and I love the Southeast Asian and Chinese kind of culture, the food, obviously, and um, obviously. Uh, so really, that's, that's me. That's what I do. That's why this kind of the visualization thing really sits well with me. You know, I, I like all of that. And um, and because it's kind of what I do professionally, I suppose. Is that what I also for my in the, in the first place? Did you see it had something to do with that? And you're like, oh, these guys look. This looks like fun. Something to do with my career. Yeah, I mean, it. it you know, it, it was just the word the hands are move movie method. I wow. thought, hang on, what's all this about? You know, and it was kind of that. You know, you, you're scrolling through social yeah. media or wherever it was I first came across you guys, and I thought this looks really interesting and also I liked you know I do a lot in the kind of digital space as well and come up with a few um, digital projects in in the world and I, I like the apps that you use and you know the, the the whole connecting with people through all the various different apps that you've um, that you gather and the fact that you know even in lockdown was when I first kind of was just hunting around for something to supplement um, Chun Ling and uh, and I came across it, and I thought this is for me. You know, this is this is the one that might get me to reading Chinese. Fantastic. So, in terms of uh, the the curriculum, the course, the Mandarin Blueprint method as a whole, um, what three parts of the experience have made the biggest impact on you so far? Would you say? Uh, well, the biggest impact is certainly the. I mean, the pronunciation was was brilliant you know I, I really enjoyed going through the whole pronunciation course and I felt that even though you know Chun Ling helps me out and the great thing about Chun Ling is her pronunciation is very colloquial you know she's from the north she's mm. lived in England for 13 years mm. um, you know it's it, it's always good to get another take on it particularly from an English person and an American. Uh, I, he, Phil is American, isn't he? He's, yes. he's not Canadian, or I've not yeah. done him a huge disservice. <laughs> but um, so, you know, it's always good to hear other people's, you know, with an English set of 
linguistic muscles mm. uh, where the whole crew and you know and all the rest of it but the worst thing you ever said to me was sean connery because now <laughs> i do those problem initials i think hang on am i impersonating sean connery <laughs> <laughs> no yeah but if anyone doesn't get that that is how you pronounce all of the uh, ZH, the CH, the SH, and the R in Chinese, just do a Sean Connery, Sean Connery impression. That's how you get the <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, stop, right. it, stop <laughs> it. It's very good, and I do it properly. But I, do, I sort of take on this weird Scottish personality when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so the pronunciation mastery, that's great to hear. That, that was helpful. Is there anything else? Yeah, of course, you know, as I said, you know, the whole visualization thing, I think for yeah. people that haven't gone through you know, those kind of techniques before, it would be fascinating. And for someone that was well acquainted with it, um, you know, it, it just kind of made total sense. Um, and also, you know, I, I'm dyslexic as well. And so with my dyslexia with English, mm. it, it's very interesting because when I'm reading English, I tend to do this circular thing where you gather the words and then you make sense of them and then you can understand them uh, because I can't actually read them linearly on the page as it were. And of course, reading characters, although you still read them as, you know, you kind of want to look at the whole because it's a conceptual language. And I think the, this acknowledgement that Chinese is very much about concepts, you know, it's not all about kind of, you know, there's an engine horse for a train or whatever it is, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. There is a lot of conceptual stuff within there. And so I tend to gather the sentences together, make sense of them in my mind, and then can understand them. And I think, you know, that was a, a huge help as a dyslexic person trying to learn another language. Fantastic. Um, so what was your uh, experience so far of, of the community aspects? It's something that we, we added on a bit later in the game and it wasn't something that we expected. It was such a surge in, uh, let's say, just communication between us and our clients and more importantly, between our members as well. Everyone's just having conversations that's sort of got a life of its own. So the community, the, our, our forum and things like that. Is that something that you take part in or has been helpful to you at all? Yes, totally. You know, I think, you know, that, that you know, I, I'm, you know, I, I have a, a lighthearted character. And so when I come up with a, a, a movie that I think is worth sharing, you know, I kind of put it out there just you know, you feel that, oh, wow, that was quite good. I need to share that. So that's great. But I think also, you know, I mean, the feedback from everybody, be it uh, another uh, student on the course or from you guys, is, is perfect. You know, there's so many apps where they promise that and just don't deliver. Mm -hmm. And I think um, Mandarin Blueprint really does deliver on the community aspect of it. And you know, it's not a flurry of stuff. It, it's not, you know, like you, you kind of make a comment and then you get hundreds of hits back. Um, I wouldn't want that. You know, you get sensible people with sensible solutions mm. to any issues that you might have or things that you can share. And I think whenever you learn a language and you're not in that classroom environment, mm. um, which I also would hate as well, but, you know, I can actually share my thoughts as you would do over coffee if you were in a class mm. uh, afterwards and, and get some sort of feedback. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, going into the curriculum, was there anything you were sceptical about at all? Um, no, I think it really did deliver. You know, I was kind of interested in the whole 105 character barrier, if you were. And I didn't, not a barrier, but milestone, because it wasn't a barrier at all. 
And I think that's really good because that really spurred me on to kind of get to that milestone. And then this kind of promise that I would be able to read simple sentences. And I use the Chairman uh, uh, Bow app as well for, for reading things. Mm. And I, I find, you know, as I say, it absolutely amazing that I got to that 105 characters and could read simple sentences. And it wasn't, you know, the cat sat on the mat. Mm. Uh, you know, it might have been my name is Bread, which has a similarity. That's our but... most famous sentence, yes. My name is Bread. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that one. <laughs> but you know, it's it, it's it's great. You know, it's really a, a, a sound course, and um, and I, I, as I say, I have no criticism. I like the milestones, um, and those milestones deliver on the promise, and that's the key thing I think for you to keep that momentum going as you move forward. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Is there anything that you would say that we could improve on with the course? No, I mean, you know, I, I think Anki could improve a little bit on its program um, because it isn't very intuitive. For somebody that, you know, although I'm not a digital native, I've spent, you know, a lifetime in that kind of technology. Mm. Um, I, I do find it a little bit, you know, strange um, at times. Um, but, you know, it's fine. It's a great system. Mm. Um, so... There's nothing much you can do about that. And I think your explanations of it are great. And the fact that they're all there as PowerPoints down the side, so you can kind of pull up um, the documents to kind of reacquaint yourself if you're struggling with something. Or indeed, ask a question and get an instant reply or a near instant reply. You know, that's, that, that's perfect if there is something that you're worried about. Because I think the biggest fear with something like Anki is that I'm going to lose everything. You know, I've spent, <laughs> I've spent hours doing this and suddenly it's going to, you know, screw up and I'm going to lose it all. But um, so that's that, that's great. And the only other thing that I would say is, you know, being able to search through the videos for that one piece of content that you can't find or even a character. You know, what on earth did they say about this character? I just can't remember. And sort of rather than visually having to step through the levels and then have a look at the, you know, that, that I find you, an issue. Have you you're not seen the search function at the top? <laughs> yes, I have. Oh, okay. search bar, right? Yes, I know there's a search bar. Oh, good. Okay, I was worried. That yeah, yeah, yeah. But there have been a couple of people. They were just like, "Oh, there's there's, there's no search option. I have to. I've been manually going through every lesson. I can't. Oh, it's just there. But it's it's like so. It, it's it's, it's that same old thing, bar. isn't it? It's knowing what you're searching for. Oh, you, you know. Right. That, so again, it's operator error. You know, and I, I, it's just knowing what you're searching for. That's the issue. I know. I know. I know what you mean now. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, of course, you don't have the knowledge yet. You haven't built up that foundational knowledge to know what you're searching for. That character with the thing, <laughs> where's the thing yeah, on the exactly. left? Yeah. <laughs> I get what you or, mean. Or, or, you know, at this point is me putting, hang on a minute, big fat pierced tongue. That, you know, it isn't in your search thing. It's in here somewhere and I can't <laughs> find it. Now, how did they describe big fat pierced tongue? Hang on a minute. I think it was a crucifix or a syringe. Where's that? That's what I mean. I you see know, what you it, mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so on to the final question here. So if someone asks you, uh, if you had any uh, good recommendations for learning Chinese, say from scratch or as an intermediate, what would you recommend them be? Well, I'd recommend they go straight to your website and sign up. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. You know, I, I would recommend two things. I would say you have to have a passion for it. You know, it is something you do have to work at. Um, but I think, 
you get you guys help stoke that passion and really i mean that's really what's key to it you know for, for an english person sitting you know i'm sitting in cambridge you know i would say having a tutor is a really good way but don't also but don't have that tutor be part of the mandarin blueprint they're very much in parallel you know i enjoy the fact that you know my tutor has noticed a marked improvement in my language and certainly in my you know she's very scholastic you know she sort of shouts at me you know hang and as i'm writing out a character which is great and funny and makes me giggle but now she's sort of hang on a minute where did you learn that you know right. because i can do it and sort of you know that's that's the interesting thing and again that gives you a, a huge fillet for being able to go forwards you know mm. it's it, it's great and um and so i would recommend you know your system to absolutely anybody who, who's learning Chinese. Thank you so much, Jonathan. It's been a pleasure. Um, thanks for taking the time uh, to join us today. Um, and, uh, you know, you're just getting into phase three where you're reading sentences and things like that. I can't wait to hear from you once you finish the foundation course uh, in a few levels time, level 36. And then again, maybe in level 57, way down the line after you've done the intermediate course as well. We'd love to check in with you if that's okay. Of course, and maybe we can do the whole thing in Chinese. Maybe. <laughs> in fact, you, you have to. That's part of the requirement. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> All right, cheers, Jonathan. Speak to you soon. No, cheers. Cheers, Luke. Good. Thanks a lot, and thanks a lot. It's a brilliant course. <laughs>